live from our respective apartments, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clay and Narber, and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. We have crowned a winner. We are looking into season four. What a time to be alive. We are truly going to retrospective Dancing with the Stars today because we're retrospecting season three as a whole. We have a couple games planned. It's going to be a fun time. Katie, what a season season three was. It really was. Season three awoke something in me. I had not cried at a dance up to this point yet. And here I was multiple times by multiple dancers moved to tears. What a season. I, I've said this already, but season three felt in many ways, it recharged my Dancing with the Stars soul. Like going back to seasons one and two was fun. It was enjoyable. There were good things to be had. But something about season three overall just did it for me. I totally, totally agree. There was just something about it that just worked so well. And I don't know if it was the cast. I don't know if it was like this mix of pros. I don't know what it was. But I was so excited to watch every single episode. It's weird, because I think it's kind of the cast, even though there's not a huge number of cast members that I was like, I love these people. They are perfect. They are incredible. But yeah. there's not really, after we get rid very quickly of a couple of the main duds of the season, you're kind of not left with any duds, which is Correct. a little different than a normal season we've said this multiple times outside of the last couple episodes there's not necessarily a huge number of classic dances in this season or incredible dances no. that you just wanted no. to write home about but in concert the entire season somehow works it's straight fire. It is straight fire. When I go on YouTube and I look up like iconic Dancing with the Stars tangos, I'm not going to watch any from season three. They're not going to show up in the compilation videos. But the level of execution, especially towards the end of the season, was just so god it was so much fun to watch it worked as a whole package it really did i think it helps that this season nobody particularly has a story of they go home because they don't dance well enough or they lose because they don't dance well enough that is because true. you could even argue monique when she goes home obviously was scored lower than her competitors she had a not very good first dance out of those two comes back the second and yet it doesn't feel like well she went home because she didn't meet her potential or she didn't do as well mm -hmm. as she normally would we always kind of knew she was number four jerry springer yeah. when he goes home doesn't go home because he just falls apart that week 
he's always been a step behind, but he has a good week for him in the end. Yep. Yep. Just a fun, fun season. It is so interesting how, when you kind of think of like the history of Dancing with the Stars, season three does not stand out among the ones that you, you know, that jump to the front of your mind where you're like, oh, I just have to talk about this season. But I would argue of the three that we've seen, this is probably the best season. I think I might agree with you. And part of why that is, is like we said, the last four episodes, give or take, are just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Could not be better. Mm-hmm. So because it ends on such a fiery run, it makes it a little easier to forgive the cast member duds, to forgive a couple eliminations that maybe shouldn't have gone the way they did because it ends in such a satisfying and exciting fashion. Yeah. I think to offer a theory as to why we don't necessarily remember season three or as fans talk about season three as one of the peaks is because there really aren't a lot of individual dances or individual moments that are so memorable. Mm -hmm. I think that makes it easier to hand wave away. Because when you're talking about a per- when you're talking about a performance show, the things we're gonna watch again, the things we're gonna talk about again, are the individual performances. And outside yeah. of Mario's Paso, for us, obviously, we felt a lot of ways about Joey's final quick step. Outside of those dances, there weren't necessarily a lot that we're going to be talking about. And before, before, before you say that, I don't mean that to say Emmett had nothing good to offer. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. But would you agree? Could you see me? Could you see my lips? My lips about to be like, Emmett's Samba, Emmett's Waltz, Emmett's Foxtrot. But what I was going to say was, I think... The Emmett dances don't necessarily stand on their own. They stand in concert with, like, Emmett Smith packages, with Emmett Smith the personality, all those things. So the dances aren't necessarily, if you watch just the dance, you're like, okay, this is good, but it's not an all-time classic. But Emmett Smith is an, I think he is, an all-time classic contestant. Absolutely because of everything together yeah absolutely that's kind of what i mean that Mm -hmm. for so many of the other people like jerry springer we are never going to watch a jerry springer dance again i'm sure but we are going to hold jerry in such high esteem because of the dances the personality the lot everything together yep so that's i think what's hard is that the season works when you take it as a whole But if you take out individual parts and just say, well, what parts are the standout highlights that will go against any other season highlights? There aren't necessarily as many. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't tell someone, oh, you should go watch episode eight of season three of Dancing with the Stars because that episode is fantastic. No one's going to go do that. Right. This is the best season of Dancing with the Stars, but that you can't necessarily point to individual spots 
does that make it not as strong a season of Dancing with the Stars? Question mark? I don't know. It's it. That's the big question. I don't know. I've loved every second of the season. I've loved watching everything about the season. There were so many. Vivica, like, there were just so many great nuggets that you weren't expecting to come out of this season. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought Jerry Springer would be number five? Who would have thought? And that we wouldn't have been complaining about that. Yeah. This is the time where perhaps editor Chris is going to roll back tape of Katie's reaction to Jerry being on the season. But who (laughs) knows? That seems like a lot of effort. (laughs) (laughs) I think really season three worked just so well. It really did function as a very well-oiled machine where the judges were great. Tom and Samantha were great. Like, there were very few production errors happening. It was just a a very, very well-produced season. I agree. The song choices were hit and miss, but not more noticeable (laughs) than other times. You mean... You mean the Phantom of the Opera didn't work, Chris? They were hit and miss. (laughs) 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 And there was only one production mistake. Only one production mistake. And it falls on the shoulders of Cheryl Burke. Where was the Halloween Cheryl? Where was it? (laughs) Give us a ghost, Cheryl. So in conclusion, I do think Dancing with the Stars 3 is fabulous. And talking it through, it makes more sense to me now why it isn't necessarily remembered as in great detail. As, say, season two, because season two, you can be save a horse, ride a cowboy. And that embodies season two. Whether or not it does... Mm, but it gives you a moment. Dancing with the Stars 3 doesn't necessarily have it, but everything for the show was clicking. And we are better for it. Yep. With that, I believe we are closing the book on Dancing with the Stars Season 3. So I was watching, have you watched the movie Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar? No, but I want to so bad. Okay, I I was watching it yesterday. Katie, I'm not going to spoil anything, but they do do have a needle drop of My Heart Will Go On. And it is, (laughs) it is not in the way you would expect it. It is bizarre and bonkers. I mean, I thought the movie was very funny. I highly recommend it. But Uh the My Heart Will Go On moment, I screamed. Okay, I have to watch it now. I have to watch it. You absolutely must watch this movie. I think it is very much a thing for you. Anyway. So, Chris. Yep, we are leaving the fall of 2006 to the winter of 2006. It is the winter of 2006. After the week seven results show, 
it is announced that we are going to have a live traveling Dancing with the Stars tour. We are going to have contestants from seasons one through three paired up with some of America's favorite professional dancers. And they are going to go and tour through 38 arenas. Now, Chris, we have America's 73rd favorite game. Can Chris guess the couples? I really like that you're making a callback to a joke from off pod on pod. <laughs> so really satisfying callback. We're really meta. We're really meta over here. Okay, so there are six couples on this tour. Yep. It is four men and two women. Great. I'm going to start by just taking one guess at mm -hmm. the six professionals. Okay. I'm going to say Edita is on the tour. Yep. Ashley is on the tour. Nope. No. Oh, I should have known that because she's done after season three for now. Okay. I'm going to say Louie is on the tour. Yep. The other male, if Edita's there, Alec Mazza will be there. Incorrect. Incorrect. All right. Well, I'm out of male guesses. And I have two female pros. I'm going to guess Cheryl has to be there as their two-time winner. Has to be there. Great. I was afraid she was going to be, like, too big, quote-unquote, <laughs> in the realm of this. But I was like, no, she has to be. Okay. If Alec isn't there, part of me almost wants to believe that Max is on the tour, which would mean that Elena Grinenko would likely be there. But... Do I wanna do I wanna commit to Elena Grenenko? No, the Trey Boone. Trey Boone's on the tour. No. Shoot. <laughs> I got three out of the six. That's not bad. You got 50%. That's enough. Good job, Chris. I passed. <laughs> eh. Depends on what you're passing great. Um, so in addition to Edita, Cheryl, and Louie, who were the other professionals on the tour? We have Kim Johnson. Ugh, Kim. Tour. We have Karina Smirnoff. <gasps> Karina is on the tour. Okay. And we have Maxim Shermakovsky mm. on the tour. So I was correct yep, in going to Max is going to be on the tour Yep. after going wrong with Alec. I just was convinced so, that because of Edita. Alex should be there. I know. Yeah. You would think. One would think. Mm -hmm. So of the six partners, of the mm -hmm. six pairings, four of them are with their original celebrity contestant. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to start here as my first round. And do not tell me if I'm right until the end of these guesses. Okay. I think Karina is going to be on the tour with Mario. I want to guess that Cheryl is on the tour with Drew. Do I think, do I think Lisa Rinna or Monique Coleman are on the tour? I'm going to guess a Louis partner, I guess. And is Willa Ford or Tia Carrere going to be on the tour? No. So Max is going to be with somebody else. I, I believe Max is going to be with somebody else. 
And I believe Kim is going to be with somebody else. So Edita has a partner on the tour, which means Joey is going to be on the tour. Okay, so I'm committing. Edita, Karina, Louie, and Cheryl have one of their original partners. You're incorrect. Okay, who has an original partner? The four professionals with their original partner. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Burke. Yep. Louis Van Amstel. Yep. Edita Slovenska. So no Karina. Karina has somebody else. Okay. Yep. Max has an original partner. <laughs> okay. So I'm committing to Edita and Joey. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. I'm committing to Cheryl and Drew. Of course. For Louie, it's not Trista. I think in order to get more range of fans into the seats, I do believe they're going to go with Monique over Lisa Rinna. So I'm going to say Monique Coleman is on the tour. Incorrect. So it's Lisa. Yes. Okay, I love that. I do love that for Lisa Rinna. Yep. This game is hard. Yeah. Even with somebody as... I feel like I have a decent knowledge of Dancing with the Stars, and this is this is like an impossible game. This is... Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason this is the 73rd most popular game. <laughs> okay. Is Max going out with the bad girl of pop or Tia Carrere? He's going out with the bad girl of pop. It's Max and Willa. Correct. Good for her. All right. Now, I can choose two more men from the history of Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. We know Kim is not with Jerry Springer. We know Karina is not with Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. So the men we're left with are Lisa Rinna's husband, Harry Hamlin, Emmett Smith, Joey McIntyre, John O'Hurley, Evander Holyfield, Kenny Maine, and Master P. I'm thinking way too in-depth about this. So mm-hmm. they they must go with at least one season one person. My brain initially thought Joey McIntyre would be somebody they would have on this tour. But we know John O'Hurley was like an early face of the show. So I'm going to say John O'Hurley is on the tour. With? Is John O'Hurley on the tour? Who do you think he's with? Is he on the tour? No. Okay, he's not on the tour. Correct. So that means it's Joey McIntyre, and I'm putting Joey Kim Johnson. Correct. I thought that because Kim is much more similar to Ashley Del Grosso. And of course Joey McIntyre is going to go on the tour. I should have listened to my gut until I talked yeah, myself out of it. You should have. Because last week when you told me that we were going to play this game, I said, well, Joey's on the tour. Yeah. And then I didn't commit to Joey McIntyre on the tour. <sighs> okay. 
So we have two season two and two season three. We've just done season three. So recency would make you think that they would pull on another season three person. Mm-hmm. But the only season three people they can have are Emmett and Harry Hamlin. And you are not inviting Harry Hamlin on the tour. <laughs> Emmett and Ka- it would feel cruel to partner Emmett and Karina. And also, Emmett just won great, but I, it was clear he was ready to like be with family, do that. I don't think he's going on the tour. So I think we have another season two person, which means it could be Jerry Rice. It could very well be Jerry Rice. Based on we have Joey McIntyre as the quote unquote younger demographic. Mm-hmm. And then you have, of course, Joey Lawrence. You have Drew. You're not bringing on Kenny Maine. So it must be Master P. <laughs> You know he wanted to do it. He was in it for the tour. He wasn't in it for the live shows. He was in it for the inevitable tour that would come out. Okay. I'm going to commit Jerry Rice and Karina Smirnoff. Final answer. You are incorrect. Is it season two? No. (gasps) Oh. So so it's Lisa Rinna's husband, Harry Hamlin. It's Lisa Rinna's husband, Harry Hamlin, with his new partner, Karina Smirnoff. Okay, so like, it makes sense, and them doing the tour. It's like what I was saying with trying to put uh, Alec and Edita on the tour together. But I was like, Harry Hamlin, he's not gonna be on the tour, but he did enjoy himself. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. Good for Harry. What a strange lineup. So to recap. The couples, the six couples that go on to the Dancing with the Stars tour are Joey McIntyre and Kim Johnson, Drew Lachey and Cheryl Burke, Lisa Rinna and Louis Van Intensite, Joey Lawrence and Edita Slovenska, Lisa Rinna's husband, Harry Hamlin, with his partner, Karina Smirnoff. Don't and... talk about the husband. Don't you dare talk about the husband. And... Willa Ford and Maxim Shermakovsky, who had to pull out at the last minute due to scheduling conflicts. So it ended up only being five couples that went on the tour. But when it was announced, there were six. That Willa Ford, so busy being the bad girl of pop. Yeah. Well, that was a successful game. (laughs) I bet that was great content, listening to me struggle to place couples. I don't think I did horribly. You did em- good. Emotionally, it feels like I did okay. Yeah, you did fine. Emotionally, you did fine. It's hard to have to pluck out six couples. Like, that's difficult to do. And if you were going to invite anybody, is there anybody that you think should be on the tour that isn't? I mean, it's hard because I definitely think if you're going, like, I think a good lineup would include Emmett Smith. And a good lineup wouldn't probably include John O'Hurley. But John is far enough removed and mm-hmm. you're probably not going to get um, his original partner to come back. Yeah. And then, you, no, Charlotta is removed. Yeah. And then um, Emma very clearly 
is ready to go home to his family. So you're not going to extend. I think it would have been different. Like I could see him maybe going on a tour like next year, but to be done and have like maybe a month with your family and then start the tour. I don't think he's ready for that. And I think you're okay getting one winner and then having the top three of season three represented is okay. Um, And the problem is if you invite Emmett, you, I think Drew is a Drew is a must invite. Yeah, and I agree. I think Drew and Cheryl need to be together. Yeah. Personally, I would have liked to see Mario on the tour. Yep. But I think Joey representing the top three does it. I agree. John O'Hurley is somebody you want to invite. Yeah. Um, but if you're inviting somebody from season one, Joey McIntyre also makes sense. Yeah. Um. From season two, I mean, it would have been great to see Stacy. I think it might have been fun to see Jerry Rice. Um, and in a in That's a weird hilarious coming out of your mouth. But if you just think about a tour lineup, you know. Yeah. No, I totally get it. It's just funny because, like, I know you're Jerry's biggest fan. I know. So. Um, and I think in a perfect world, Stacy Keepler is on the tour. What's hard is I basically just want like the top three or four from the yeah. seasons represented. And that's yeah. not what this is. So like inviting a Harry Hamlin, inviting Willa are like, you know what? You're giving good representation. Yes. But also I love that Lisa is on the tour. I love that. I love that it's Lisa with her husband, Harry Hamlin. I pray to God that Lisa and Harry got to do like a dance on their own or like a part of a dance with like just the two I'm of them. I'm sure like, they did. That would be so much fun to watch. Moving on from the winter of 06 into the spring of 2007. Katie. Chris, how old were you in the spring of 2007? I was 14. I was living that middle school life. Mm-hmm. I would have been, what, 12? I would have been 12 at the time. We're so old now. <laughs> I know. So the season of Dancing with the Stars, season four, is moving time slots. It's moving nights. Previously, (gasps) in the fall, Dancing with the Stars was on Tuesday nights, results on Wednesdays. For, Uh For the spring season... To avoid American Idol, mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars moved to Monday nights with results <gasps> on Tuesdays. Woo! Do you know which season of American Idol this would have been? Season six. This is season six. The winner of this season of American Idol is Jordan Sparks. Ah. Uh. What an icon. It's premiere in January of 2007. Uh, drew 37 million viewers with 41 million viewers watching the last half hour. For Dancing with the Stars? No, for American Idol. Oh, okay. So you can see why ABC was like, yeah, we're going to move our show. That is for a, sure. That is a, also a big hit. Not American Idol sized. But we're not going to go up to, we're not going to go up against it. 
So it began on March 19th of 2007. This season, there are 11 couples, but we have to talk about 13 people. Mm, that's a lie. We have to talk about 14 people. Why? There's some shakeups. There's some things that happen. We're going to get all into it with yeah. America's favorite game. <laughs> Does Katie know these celebrities? Maybe editor Chris can find a way to edit in like a crowd of people. I bet editor Chris could. Well, could live host Katie say those words? Does, Does Katie, Katie know, know these celebrities? celebrities? Woo! I love this game. I love this game so much. So as in our previous season, I have done research and I have done visual prep work. So there is a visual component to this famously audio medium. Katie will be seeing a picture of each of these celebrities as well as their name. Mm -hmm. We'll see if it helps her. We'll see if it doesn't. So we are going to begin the game. These are all in alphabetical order. Okay. Before we begin, do you want to take any guesses of any professional dancers on the season oh um it's the julianne huff makes her debut she does i know i don't get ashley correct i believe i get edita you do i bet i get kim i bet i get trey boone the trey boone is not on the season but she was on the promotional poster for the season. Of course. I bet I get... Maybe... Is Elena Grenenko on this one? Yes, Elena is back. Yep. Um, I bet I get Max. Mm-hmm. I bet I get Tony. Indeed you do. I bet I get... Alec Mazo Returns, I believe. Alec Mazo Returns. In fact, um, there are only three pros you haven't named, and one of them you're never going to get. Um, I bet that I get... I don't know. Now I'm drawing blanks. I believe the ones you haven't named. Mm -hmm. You did not mention Cheryl Mother Fork and Burke. Nope. She is back. Okay. Karina Smirnoff is back. I wondered if she would be back or not. I didn't know. Jonathan Roberts is back. Of course he is. And then the fourth one, the one you were never going to get, is a one-time professional, Brian Fortuna. On the tip of my tongue, man. On the tip of my tongue. He did go out on the tour in 2007-2008, apparently. Yay. We are going to begin, then, in alphabetical order, your first couple... Uh -huh. With her partner, Maxim Shimerskovsky, is Layla Ali. Who is Layla Ali? Muhammad Ali's daughter. Yes! Is she like a female boxer? She is. Yes, okay. at the time she is best known as a professional boxer. Okay. I believe this is right around the time she retired from boxing. 
Okay. Um, she is regarded by many as one of the greatest female boxers of all time because when she awesome. retired, she was undefeated. Wow. Okay. Layla Ali. Any thoughts, feelings? I mean, excited to see how it goes. They they look like they could be a fun pair. I feel like she would be able to put Max in his place. Is she going to be the bad girl of the ballroom? Time will tell, man. Time will tell. As they say, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> the next contestant mm-hmm. with his partner, Karina Smirnoff, or Ooh. I guess more accurately, Karina Smirnoff. Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh my god. Country music icon, actor of Hannah Montana fame. Oh boy. <laughs> Karina looks pained in her couple photos, and I feel like I have an idea of how this pairing is going to go down. He's a, he's a pretty big get, I would say. <laughs> yes, he is for sure a big name at this time hannah montana was in kind of its first year yeah so he had attracted an all-new audience yeah but of course he was very big in the country world still um, especially known for achy breaky heart yep of course a classic over under on how many weeks it takes them to dance to achy breaky heart three I'm going to go with the under. Okay. I I don't know if there's anything more to be said about this one. No, no. All right. Our next coupling. Mm-hmm. With his partner, Elena Grinenko. Okay. Clyde Drexler. Who is Clyde Drexler? <laughs> Clyde Drexler is... Oh, good. We get somebody you don't know. Is... Like, probably, I've, I've got a feeling with a name like Clyde, I feel like he's going to fit our, like, older contestant, our older white male contestant vibe. I just don't know if he'll be, like, an actor or not. Mm-hmm. I'll go with actor. I'll go with actor for Clyde. Okay, are you ready for his picture? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so he is not white <laughs> nor old it doesn't appear um is he a he's an athlete i feel like he is indeed an athlete is he a football player he is not is he a basketball player he is a basketball player uh best known for playing for the portland trailblazers uh-huh. Um, a 10-time NBA All-Star and a gold medalist on the Dream Team in 92. So he's a big deal. Yes. Do you want to guess what his nickname was as an NBA player? The D-Rex? D-Rex is a great guess. He's Clyde the Glide. Okay. Clyde Drexler, NBA champion in 95. Okay. So, there you have it. This is one where I was like, yeah, this is kind of like 
in terms of athletes, sort of a big one. Yeah, like a big deal to get. Feels and here I am like, oh, this old white actor, of course. Yeah. Uh, feels in some ways like a Jerry Rice type of get. Mm-hmm. He retired from the NBA in 1998 um, and then coached uh, as an assistant for a couple of years in the NBA. Clyde Drexler with Elena Grenenko. Our next contestant mm-hmm. with his partner, Kim Johnson. Okay. We have Joey Fatone. And <gasps> sync, baby. Oh, I'm excited for this. And I know he's like a very beloved um contestant on the show. I know people really, really have enjoyed him and his time on the show. And I feel like he and Kim will make such a good pair. I think I can't say anything. (laughs) I was going to say so many things. I was like, nope, can't say that. Can't say that. Can't say that. Um, In his cast photo, very mid-2000s hair. Yeah. Yeah. But Kim looks great. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, I I think that says all about Joey Fatone. (laughs) Our next contestant, with her partner, Brian Fortuna, we have Shandy Finnessy. Who is Shandy? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> um. Would you like a picture? <laughs> sure, sure. Let's take the picture. Okay, not what I was thinking. Um, she is a country music star. Final guess? Sure. She is a former Miss USA. Boo! Boo! She won Miss USA in 2004 uh, as Miss Missouri. Uh, She was the first runner-up at Miss Universe. And then during this time, she was co-hosting a game show network show, Lingo, which my father really enjoyed. Okay. <laughs> so I know who I know who Shandy is because okay. of that. Yeah. Okay. Miss USA, I'm predicting doesn't go very far. With Brian Fortuna. I hope that's how you say it. Like Brian Fortuna. Who knows? We'll find out next week. Yeah. All right, moving right along with her partner, Tony Davalani, we have Lisa Gibbons. Some, a journalist of some kind. You're definitely on the right track. Yeah. What is she a journalist for? For NBC. NBC News? Yeah, like some kind of news networky type thing. She is best known as a co-host and correspondent for Entertainment Tonight. Okay. She worked there from 84 to 2000. Okay. Um, Following that, she continued to do some TV hosting, doing things. Okay. So she could be decent. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? 
I think I know who Cheryl's partner is. What? Oh, okay, yes. Sorry. So here's the thing. So my... The the picture, the cast pictures we found, I, apparently I didn't do as great a job editing this one as I thought I did. No, it's fine. I just, I, I know that face anywhere. <laughs> so it, the cast photos were not really findable for this season. Yeah. But on eBay, somebody was selling a poster of all the couples together. And so I had to go through and so Photoshop you... that poster every time to get just the couple in it. And I, th you can see not even half, but a lot, no. like you see a, like a, a third, a maybe sliver, a, tiny a third, sliver maybe in smile. profile of yeah. somebody's face who she believes is Cheryl's partner. Yeah. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Just out of curiosity, who do you think you see? It's that Ian guy from 90210 that Cheryl really didn't like. And she just came out and apologized for some of the things that she said about him. Now, again, I could be so wrong about this, but that's who I think it is. Do you want me to just jump right to Cheryl's partner? Sure. With his partner, we have Ian Ziering and Cheryl yep. Burke. Yep. What a shame. What a crying shame that they ended up after you come off of two winners and then you get a guy that you like to test. I'm curious to see because I've never like watched these episodes. Like I don't know like how he does. I don't know if he's a good dancer, but like and I don't know all of what Cheryl said. I just know Cheryl did not get along with him well. So he's best known for what 90210 yes what do you think the name of his character on 90210 what was if you were to name a character on beverly hills 90210 what are you naming him zach zach what zach smith do they have weird last names katie what his role is Steve Sanders. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Katie, you did it. <laughs> Katie, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Well, it's too bad for Miss Burke, but here we go. We're back on the alphabetical order train. Yep, yep. So following Lisa Gibbons. Uh-huh. Also... I can't believe you didn't just immediately say, well, of course, Tony's going to be with a middle-aged woman. Uh, I mean, of course. So, next up in alphabetical order is the partner of Jonathan Roberts. Okay. Now, before we talk about Jonathan's actual partner on the show, someone else has claimed that she was invited to be on Dancing with the Stars and the week before the announcement was going to happen and everything, she claims she got a call and was told, just kidding, we're going with somebody else. So you are no longer going to be on the season. I have not seen that confirmed anywhere else. Okay. But just for curiosity, let's talk about the person who said she was going to be on the show. Okay. Who is Tammy Pescatelli? 
Probably an Italian mobster. <laughs> Final answer? Yeah, I'm doubling down on that. Notorious mob wife of Leonardo Piscatelli. <laughs> Tammy Pescatelli is a stand-up comedian who had been on Last Comic Standing like two years prior. Okay. So, she says she was going to be on the show, but then they went in a different direction. Okay. So, to partner with Jonathan Roberts is Heather Mills. Who is Heather Mills? I feel like I know that name. I will admit, I'm kind of cheating here, but who is Heather Mills? If you're not sure still, I will give you a small hint. Give me a small hint. At the time, she was better known as Heather Mills McCartney. That didn't help me. I mean, it did, but it opened up like a floodgates. I'm guessing she's an actress. I'm guessing she's like a former child actress. Heather Mills McCartney is best known as then wife slash ex-wife of Beatle Paul McCartney. Oh, see, I might have been to like Jenny and Melissa McCartney, so. Uh, yes. No, yeah. she, um, she was in the process of separating and eventually divorcing Paul from Paul McCartney. Um, she was a former model, basically just a media personality. Um, okay. However, she was very notable um, because in the 90s, uh, she was in uh, a traffic accident mm -hmm. and uh, her left leg from below the knee was amputated. Oh, okay. So she is... An amputee on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. All right. So Heather Mills McCartney. Like mm -hmm. I said, she was Heather Mills, but I mean, she was Heather Mills McCartney. Yeah. It helped you so much. All right. It helped me so, so much. Our next contestant to be partnered with Julianne Huff. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the stage, Apollo Anton Ono. He's a skater. He's a, a, like, oh my God, Julianne looks horrible in this photo. I mean, so does Apollo. Um, He does, like, in, in line skating or whatever they call it. Final answer? Yeah, he's like a skater. He's a speed skater. Yeah. Um, My aunt, like, knew him because she was a skater, too. So oh, that's wow. my little... That's my little claim to fame with Apollo Ono. How many Olympic medals has Apollo Anton Ono won? Uh, six. He has won eight Olympic medals. Mm, I almost guessed eight. By the time of the show, uh -huh. he had won five. Okay, can I tell you who I wasn't sure that she might be partnered with? Mm-hmm. I was not sure if it would be Apollo or if it would be Helio. By the time of this. So keep in mind, he has five Olympic medals. Uh-huh. How many of them are gold? Three. He has two gold medals, one silver, 
two bronzes. Okay. Over okay. the course of his career, he wins two golds, two silvers, four bronze. Okay. In 02 in Salt Lake City, uh, in 06 at Turin, and then in 2010 at, in Vancouver. Okay. He is the most decorated American Olympian in the Winter Olympics. Wow. Good for him. Let's go, Apollo. Yeah. I've got good. I've got high hopes for this pairing. I feel bad for Julianne's stylist. I mean, the dress is horrible. Her hair, the hair is, is so bad. Yeah. The it's tan. Like, it's, yeah. No, it's it's not good, but like the hair is horrible. It's, it's too blonde for her tan. And it's so tightly curled. Yeah. It's not good. No. Following Apollo, Anton Ono. Mm-hmm. Our next contestant mm-hmm. to the stage. Okay. With her partner. Alec Mazo, okay. we have okay. Paulina Poriskova. Who's Paulina Poriskova? She has to be a model. She is indeed a model. I knew it. Um, she is originally Czech, um, now American Swedish citizenship, but uh, she was the first woman from Central Europe to be on the Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. And she was the second woman following Christy Brinkley to be on the front cover in back-to-back years from 84 to 85. Good for her. Good for Paulina. Following Dancing with the Stars, she became a judge for a few seasons on America's Next Top Model. That's what I wondered. I was literally just about to Google Paulina Poroskovo ANTM. Okay, I wondered. She replaced Twiggy on the panel. Yep. I remember, I watched some of that. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for some tea? Yes. So, in 2009, she announced that she had been fired from the show. Uh Uh, The producers said that it was due to the economy and they were making major budget cuts. And Paulina was uh, taken off. Poroskova maintained... That producers told her she had an ego problem, especially when she would complain about Tyra Banks being late to set. We stand forever, Paulina <laughs> Poroskova. Tyra Banks refused to address the issue when asked. Of course she did. All right, moving right along. Uh-huh. Our next contestant is the reason we really get to talk about a bunch of people. Okay. So, Edita Slavinska gets a partner uh, who pulled out after one week of rehearsals. Okay. Who is original partner Vincent Pastore? Literally no idea. A horse race, horse race person. What are they called? A jockey. He's a jockey. Okay. Final answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a picture of him. Pastore was sixty years old. Um, after one week, decided I'm not going to be able to handle the demands of training to dance. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, uh, and he felt that he would be unable to meet the demands of what the show should be, and so he was like, "I'm going to step back." I like. I respect um, that. Yeah. I do respect that. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, producers said nice things like, you know what, we think he would have been great, but we're glad he realized now and we respect yeah. his decision. Um, and as he said, I'd like to thank ABC uh, and the producers for inviting me to participate. And I wish my partner, Edita, the best of luck. Um, of course, so, because we're Diana Queen. So Vincent Pastore um, is an actor best known for playing Sal on The Sopranos. Oh, okay. Um, his character was was better known by his nickname, Big Synonym for a Cat. Um, wasn't there a guy from The Sopranos that like died really early? Is he that guy? James Gandolfini. Sure. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. This is him. Okay. He looks like a big synonym for a cat. Yes. <laughs> That way, I don't feel uncomfortable saying his character's name. Uh, <laughs> so, he pulled out. Then, somebody else was actively campaigning to get his spot. Who is Mike Greenberg? Like a comedian of some kind? Mike Greenberg is an ESPN host. Okay. Um, he has hosted SportsCenter um, and also hosted the popular radio show Mike and Mike in the morning uh, with Mike Golick Jr. So he wanted to do the show. He uh, also hosted some shows for ABC around this time uh -huh. um, and so was campaigning for the spot. However, he was not invited. Instead, <laughs> someone else who the show had previously tried to get, but had had scheduling conflicts, finally was able to be on the show. So this was all a big complicated road to get to Katie with Editor Slavinska, who is John Ratzenberger. I know that name. Show me a picture. Oh, he's an actor. Um, what, what is he best known for? Yeah, but I know his face. Oh my god, what is he best known for? Um, like a sitcom-esque role. He is a sitcom actor. An Emmy Award nominated yeah. actor on a sitcom. Which one? Cheers. Yep. He is Cliff Clavin. Of course. Who is one person who has never been in my kitchen? <laughs> So that's John Ratzenberger. Okay. Um, he is best known, perhaps, um, for his voice because he has been in every Pixar movie. That's what I wonder. I was like, I know his name and I don't know Cheers. Yep. Or at is least he's he... been in most of them. I guess now I don't know if he's been in all of them. He is he the one that did like Ham? Yes, he is Ham in Toy Story. Yeah, he's the Abominable Snowman. He's the Underminer. He's yeah. usually in cameos. Yeah. Um, yep. But so he is a uh, Cliff Clavin postal worker with Edita Slavinska, and he is also our final contestant. Because Ian, because Ian Ziering comes after in the alphabet, but 
We already guessed him. We already saw him. So that is the cast of Dancing with the Stars season four. Will you slowly just kind of tap through those real quick? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking this might end up being another male-heavy show. This cast is made up of five women, six men. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Some of the dynamic or bigger personalities, I think, are... The men. The male celebrities. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this cast. I am actually so excited for season four. It is a 10-week season. It is also notable because in our first episode, which will air in two weeks of Mm -hmm. season four, um, there is no elimination after week one. They decided to follow a format of we want to give you more time to meet the stars, give them a chance to dance twice. Uh So in our first episode spectacular, we don't even have to say goodbye to anybody. Woohoo! We can't wait to start talking about season four in -hmm. two weeks. But before then, as is our, I guess, format now, before we start a new season, we have a bonus episode dropping next week. This one is just a little smattering, just a little yeah. bit of fun. A little pinch, a little pinch of fun. And should we should we just give them a hint as to who we're talking to next week? Yeah, just a little um just a little tease. I suppose as a tease all I would say is we did a little jive talking in that episode. Katie, what little tease would you give? I think I would just, uh, I just head backstage. Hmm. All right, back to you, Katie. Back to you, Chris. So get excited for that, and we will chat with you in two weeks about season four. Yes, we will. We're so excited. All right, well, I suppose it's time to leave the winter of 2007. And if you want to leave us a comment or a review, you can do so on Apple Podcasts. You can give us a rating. It helps people discover our podcast. And of course, you can share, subscribe, let people know that you enjoy this. A new season's a great time to get on board. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us at our Twitter, on our Twitter, at JMPPod, and you can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. If you look for us on Instagram, you'll find nothing. Just give up on the Instagram, people. Just give up on it. I will not. <laughs> Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you. And I see you. And please, remember to stay tuned for the two-hour season premiere of Dancing with the Stars, season four, coming up next. Next.